Prime Minister Fumio Kishida attended the 10th Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty at the UN headquarters in New York. On its opening day on August 1st, he announced what he called the Hiroshima Action Plan, towards achieving, quote, a world without nuclear weapons. This is the week of August 7th, and welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I'm Ariel Buzetto. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. In five pillars, Kishida brought to the floor the steps for countries to follow. They included a recognition of the importance of non-use of nuclear weapons. A Hiroshima native, the Prime Minister told attendees, quote, We must ensure that Nagasaki remains the last place to suffer an atomic bombing. Kishida also called on nuclear countries to enhance transparency of their nuclear forces. The Prime Minister also pointed to Japan's role in facilitating dialogue, for example, between the US and Russia, for further reduction. Kishida also pointed to the nuclear safety going hand-in-hand with nuclear energy, citing, for example, the Russia attacking nuclear facilities in Ukraine as an episode that, quote, will not be tolerated. Japan also pledged a contribution to the UN of 10 million US dollars to set up the Youth Leader Fund for a World Without Nuclear Weapons. If you want to know more, read the transcript, Kishida's speech at the MPT conference, giving up on disarmament not an option, on the Japan Forward website. Shinzo Abe's state funeral is scheduled for September 27th. Yet, in view of that, there has been much discussion in Japan on whether this should be a state funeral at all. On July 23rd and 24th, the Fuji News Network conducted a poll and it found that the vast majority of LDP respondents were in favour of the funeral, with over 70% either responding that it was a good or somewhat good decision. Conversely, respondents of the major opposition Constitutional Democratic Party were mostly against, at the overwhelming 80%. Interestingly, among young LDP supporters, the majorities were in favour of Abe's state funeral. What is behind all these numbers? If you want to know more, read poll. Younger generation and majority of LDP supporters say yes to Abe's state funeral on the Japan Forward website. Kurumai District in Taito Ward is seeing an ingenious initiative. It all started with a bakery called Marcelino Mori. Famous for its pork cutlet sandwiches, it used to spend about $20 a month to get rid of bread crusts. It was a waste, thought Kazuko Fukushi, the owner of the bakery. It turned out that there was a project under the company Asahi that was collaborating on creating beer from coffee bean waste. And that collaboration has now kicked off. Now, a community is building around the initiative, and 13 establishments participate in the project. The fact that disabled people who commute to the local welfare workshop collect the materials for upcycling also adds a special aspect to the idea. If you want to know more, read the article by Akiko Shigematsu, From Food Waste to Beer, Bread Crust and Coffee Beans Transformed into Delicious Brews. The reason why last week we were not here in the episode of the week was because we were at Fuji Rock Festival in Naeba, Niigata. Sorry about that, by the way. But it does mean that in the aftermath of the festival, we get to bring you some interviews that we conducted on site. Veteran music writer Daniel Robson interviewed Elephant Jim, a dynamic Taiwanese math rock trio. The friendly and humorous band shared some insights on their style, their advice to musicians and the ideas behind their most recent album, Dreams. One of the most impactful parts of the interview was right at the end, when Tel Chang told us the message he has for fans. He said, 
quote, I think that there are complicated relationships between different countries, but we can all resonate together in music. There are connections between all humans and the earth. So trust in the resonance between us and don't allow war and political strategy keep from connecting. Don't be enemies, be friends. If you want to know more, read, interview, Taiwan's math rock heroes, Elephant Jim. We can all resonate together in music on the Japan Forward website. Find more detailed coverage of Fuji Rock by looking under the entertainment section on our website. It is no secret that a team is often highly influenced by its coach. But just how much? Yokohama F Marinos have seen Kevin Muscat as their coach for the last season, starting on July 18th, 2021. And the team is riding now on a high. They have the best score in the league and are eight points ahead of the second place team, the Antlers. The coach was interviewed and he told the FTBL, we've pushed as hard as we can to achieve that upside as soon as possible. We're definitely in a good way at the moment. Sports editor Ed Odevin writes, For Yokohama F Marinos, many moments or matches remain on the J-League's 2022 calendar and all signs are pointing in the right direction. If you want to know more, read the article Odds and Evens, Yokohama F Marinos, Riding High in Kevin Muscat's first full season as manager on our website. Hideo Furukawa is a dystopic novelist and has written one book called Soundtrack in 2003. The novel talks of an apocalyptic Tokyo, which has become a heat island with insects and guerrilla warfare. Who knew that what Furukawa portrayed would one day turn out to be true? Fanya Viti has covered Japan and Japanese culture for a long time and conducted an interview with Furukawa at an event in Bologna. She talked with him about dystopia, his own prefecture Fukushima, and giving hope to the young generation. The novelist also wrote a modern rendition of the classic The Heike Story, which was made into a Netflix animation in 2021. If you want to know more, read the two-part series, starting with Interview, Hideo Furukawa, Beyond the Dystopia of Soundtrack, on our website. Last up, many of us have been camping as children, right? It might surprise you, though, that not all camps are created equal. Daniel Moore is an outdoor specialist. This week, he wrote a column on Japan Forward where he detailed camp culture for children both in the US and Japan. A light yet insightful account of how camps can teach different values depending on how they are structured and where they take place. It's a fun read for these hot summer days. As he concludes, I definitely want to teach my kids to camp someday. And it's fun to think about what I want to teach them about each culture through the lens of summer camps. If you want to know more, read the article through a bicultural lens, Summer Camps in America and Japan. Find other articles by the author by searching Daniel Moore on Japan Forward website. Thanks you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me at Aribuzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time.